0: oh one very important thing for me right. is you need to tell me how to properly pronounce the ah. so this is my guest right. Alina mm-hmm. Blumis yes it's Blumis. totally yeah Fine. Alina ah. Blumis Perfect.
1: yeah <laughs> totally correct amazing <laughs> yeah.
2: Alina Blumis was born in Minsk Belarus and now lives in New York City she has exhibited internationally And today she's on the podcast talking about her latest show, Amateur Birdwatching at Passport Control, exhibited at Pushkin House until August the 20th. From the heart of Bloomsbury, London, welcome to the Pushkin House podcast.
0: So I want to know a little bit more about your personal migration moment. Um from Belarus to the United States. Yes,
1: and I think it's great that we're talking about my immigration story today because it's Refugee Week. So I'm a perfect example of that because I was born in Minsk, Belarus. And um, I uh, went to our school there, and uh, right after our school, I immigrated with my family, with my mother, to the United States. And by this date, I live in the United States, in New York, most of my life. But um, in my art, that experience of immigration, I'm kind of cherished and all my projects based on that and reflect on that topic. topic of refugees is still um, relevant and um, I'm not um, letting it go in some way. I don't want to be part of, one culture, another. I want to be in between culture, and I think it's reflects somehow in my accent, in my behavior, in, and in my
0: art. This exhibition so beautifully sort of breaks that. Mm-hmm. Uh, why is it important for you to to have people be able to to be more than just one specific thing? To be like you, to be able to identify as more than one thing. To be. Borderless like. Mm-hmm. Right.
1: There is a lot of aspects to that um, to migration. First of all, of course, uh, freedom of movement. I think it's very important um, for people uh, to have that uh, uh, to have that state of freedom. And of course, I understand that uh, many would argue with me b- because of economics and politics of borderless state, and there is some problems with that. But at the same time, it's a kind of natural process when some people build walls and some people try to uh, bring them down, and it's always happening. It's always will be happening. So I just um, associate myself with a camp that try to take the walls down, but I know <laughs> other people try to build them, so way, even will. even power in, in the, you know. Of course, the equilibrium. <laughs> equilibrium like of things. <laughs> the same as uh, in this project, amateur bird watching passport control, it's a lot of birds, and some birds they actually don't migrate. Like eagles, they survey a territory, they kind of protect their territory, and there is some birds that migrate um, seasonally, so it's kind of two camps. And that's the
0: metaphor of people as well. Of course, it translates into work and you show it beautifully. When I was looking at these works earlier today uh, and reading the text of, mm-hmm. of the booklet, um, one thing that struck out to me in the beginning is that some of these birds are birds of prey and then others seem much friendlier, at least to me as a spectator. Um, do you have any favorites around?
1: All of them favorites and I think each bird reflects very well on economics and politics of that uh, specific country and actually nature uh-huh. as well. And when I describe this project I say that uh, amateur bird watching and passport control is the intersection of nation and nature. Uh, for example, Mauritius with dodo bird, mm-hmm. one of my favorite, and I think it's quite ironic that that bird is very specific to that um, to that island and its national bird. But at the same time, there is no dodo exist because uh, all of them were killed by uh, human. Of
0: course, the uh, extinction,
1: right? And also, when I did this project, I tried to research why certain birds on the passport covers. And um, some of them are easy to identify, like eagles for European countries, because it's from generation to generation, from rural families or so coat of arms, all this um, heraldical um, mm-hmm. heraldical tradition. But, for example, Kenya has a rooster with an X on its cover and it says that rooster protects uh, the house in some way. But I was trying to maybe in some way fantasize about that. Why rooster? Because rooster is not such a heroic, glamorous bird if you think about that. But then I was thinking maybe because um, actually because of economics, uh, maybe because chicken is a less expensive meat. To eat, so it's a lot of chickens and roosters, mm-hmm. and then eggs, yes, it's um, it's kind of also, because you, you kill chicken with an egg as well, your mm-hmm. cousin had, but at the same time as eggs, some, every household would have, and also it's some way, it's a way of protection, so it's a weapon, so there is a lot of, There's uh, a it's lot not, but it's my, it's my my theory, it's I, I didn't have find theory. any proof about that.
0: <laughs> One of the, best things I think about the show is, as we mentioned yesterday, everybody has a passport. Right. Everybody can, well most people have passports, right. so it's very difficult actually right. but uh, everybody can relate in some way to an image they would see here. All of these b- birds, subconsciously or not, remind us of passports, remind us of border control, mm. remind us of airport lounges mm. and being delayed flights, how do you relate with not only this, mm-hmm. but generally your work with politics and with,
1: ecology? Right. First of all, passport control, right? So that's the command that uh, you, have to, uh, you have to have t- in order to travel. And it's something that's uh, been for years and, uh, I mean, forever, and it's controlled by a certain government. And for example, some countries give only like few passports to foreigners and citizenship, and some countries welcome migrants. So it's about immigration, and it's about control, but also be free as a bird. So that contrast is played in that. So you're free as a bird, you look at the birds, but you're actually not free as a bird. You have this passport control with certain people hired to actually check on your documents. In the same time, when we talk about politics, um, I think some passport covers are all about, about um, uh, international relation of the country for example in Pushkin house so if we talk about Russian um, I live in New York and I, when I which um, uh, uh, TV stations in the United States Russia is um, always accused to being Not with China, not with Europe, it's not like no one knows where it is, uh, what's the politics, it's always in between. But if you look at Russian passport cover, it's actually imperial double-headed eagles that look at the west and at the east. So... In the same time, why are you so surprised? Because it's right there and it's not in the east, not in the west, it looks both way, and it's in between. So it's all clear.
0: If you <laughs> look closely enough at the passport, you yeah. see the duplicity is there. Right. That's amazing. Um, have you had the passport control situation or story?
1: Yes, for example, recently I came from Minsk, Belarus, and I haven't been there for 25 years. I still had a Belarusian passport. And it was about to expire, and I decided to go to Belarus. Even uh, when I um, called the consulate of Belarus, they said I'm eligible to, uh, to get a new passport. I decided not to take a risk, and I traveled, and I went back to New York, and I went to a consulate, and I tried to uh, get my new passport. And uh, instead, they actually um, um, they canceled my citizenship. So that's it's recent, and it's happened very recently. So it's, I haven't done I don't trust.
2: Pushkin House is the oldest Russian cultural centre in London. It is an independent, UK-registered charity that depends on the active support of those it serves. Help us keep delivering a groundbreaking and captivating program, exploring the best of Russian culture and encouraging intelligent and nuanced debate about Russia. Enjoy the rest of this podcast.
1: Uh, first, I want to say that how we hang that work in Pushkin House. So, on one wall, um, we have in the main room, we have all the uh, birds of Africa and Australia, on the other wall we have all the birds of uh, North, South America and Caribbean downstairs we have Europe, uh, birds of Europe and that's the idea is that um, we hang them kind of by geographical, um, or geographical uh, situation also it's interesting sometimes to see how neighboring countries have the parallels in the birds but um, So I looked at all the 195 passport covers uh, from around the world and I looked what the main categories, what actually on the passport covers. And second main category is birds, it's 43 birds, uh, 50 birds in 43 countries. And what I did as a technique, I, I isolate birds from all the national symbolism And I took uh, it's a technique called etching. So you take copper plate, and I actually draw these birds. Redraw as close to as possible to the original Mm -hmm. image, but different um, uh, uh, different size, larger size. And then after you draw it on copper plate, you put it in acid, and when you draw, acid would etch to so there is a bevel. Um, in the copper plate itself and then what, uh, what I did is called negative printing when you don't push ink in the um, kind of etched um, surface but you put it on the top in some way to mirror uh, passports because if you see, look at the passport cover it's negative image it's light line over dark mm-hmm. and this is how it's, uh, the, I came to this technique because um, I try, some people ask me why you do etching, because I didn't do edition; it's single uh, unique work, work on paper, but why use etching, because etching is usually what you, you do a plate and then so you do edition, you print it a lot. And uh, I was thinking that this technique will mirror original passports the best, that's why I use this technique, but if I can draw it with pencil, I would draw it with pencil, because. When I have an idea, I just use technique that is most fitted to the idea instead of saying, oh, I'm a painter, or I do work on paper, or that. So I have an idea, and then I choose what, what technique would fit the most. Thank you for listening to Pushkin House podcast. I'm Alina Blumis. If you didn't subscribe to podcast yet, please do, and please visit my show on view
2: until August 20th.